Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. The next interview is with Adrian Sitaro. He's the writer and director of a film called The Fixer, coming, the Fixer, coming out of Romania. World premiere here at the Film Festival, Toronto International Film Festival. This week, it's been a crazy week. Lots of interviews uh, already done and lots more to come. This is in, inspired by a true story and on some levels a very difficult film to watch, uh, but yet incredibly compelling, plays like a thriller. It's it's about human trafficking and it's this is not your uh, typical Hollywood film, that is for sure. But... Um, it comes out in the film that, you know, the goal of a good journalist is to put truth on the table. And I think this is what Adrian is trying to do. He's, this is about having a conversation. This is about, this is about inspiring people to, to, to change their behavior. And yet, as Adrian will tell you in the interview, he thinks it's very difficult for us to change our behavior. There's, there's a lot going on here. It's this really interesting look into, into Romania. Uh, but as Adrian and I talked about, we, we, we chatted about the, the global interest, the global appeal of this story and of this film. Adrian Sitaro, the film is The Fixer, davidpecklive.com or rabble.ca for more interviews from the Toronto International Film Festival. And Adrian is coming right up. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We are joined by another very special guest here today at the Toronto International Film Festival. I think it's only day two, isn't it? Uh, two, two and a half, I think. Two and a half. Uh, Adrian Sitaro is here with us. He's a filmmaker. He's a director of a, a new film, a world premiering here uh, last night, I believe, at the festival called The Fixer. So thanks for thanks for joining us today. Of course, thank you. I'm very honored to, to be here and in Toronto on this uh, yeah, this interview, it's very special. and oh, Well, thank you. I'm very happy you like the film. Well, there's, I did like the film, and congratulations. And um, it covers a lot of ground. Uh, it's, it, um, on a certain level, it sort of plays like a, a thriller and a little bit of a detective story in a sense. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole lot more going on than meets the eye, it seems to me. How was the reception at the public screening? For me, it was very good and very good questions. Usually, I had some doubts about because it's Romanian film here in Toronto, and 
uh, you never know how universal is your film and right. usually right. almost all the time there are issues that they don't the people don't understand and it was very good I think they understood everything of course will be other screenings and I will see uh, what will happen but it was nice because maybe more than half of the audience remains for the Q&A and this is a good sign and uh, in this very hectic festival full of films right. to it's wait a little, for a it's Q&A a crazy, isn't it's it? nice yeah it's a it's, bit crazy so, so tell us a little bit about, about the story, just to set some context for the listeners who probably haven't seen the film yet, uh, but we're going to get into some of the issues that, that the film raises for sure, mm -hmm. but it's a very, uh, very compelling story, and I think uh, the character Radu, uh, is that Tudor, uh, Tudor, is that Tudor, you, Tudor is Tudor. Yeah, you, yeah you, amazing performance, really compelling, and engaging on so many levels, uh, testament to his acting, but also to your directing, no doubt. Um, so he's the fixer. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the story itself. Uh, the story is based, it's inspired from real events. Uh, the DOP that I'm working since from the beginning, from my first short, worked like fixer and kind of best boy for the France press agency in Bucharest. And he met this case with a minor girl who was trafficked in Paris. And then a French crew came from a TV station came to Romania to do a report and he helped them like fixer to, to, to go to her and he was very very touched by the story after because it's not about only the girl but how he tried somehow with best intentions to do for other girls to help the for the for in the name of good journalist but finally he, he felt bad he had a but a good taste at the end of the right, experience right, because, right. because for ma for many reasons. But um, one is that, that he at least he was very well paid and it's a job right. very well paid and he went back to Bucharest and this kind of girl and usually a victim are remain maybe in more danger. In, in, and. Uh, yeah, I, I like when he starts to talk with me about this story because in my films, more or less, but more, I have uh, issues about more this subject about morality. Of course, yeah. And since from Hooked, I think it's about this area, gray area about what is good or bad. I, because I don't know, I have my own dilemmas in my job in filmmaking, what it's good one. Well, as a filmmaker, don't you hope that I, as an audience member uh, watching this film, I'm going to, to some degree, empathize with the character and say, gee, I wonder, I wonder how I would behave in this, not to cast judgment necessarily, mm -hmm. but to actually situate myself in the film, in a sense, in the story, and say, mm -hmm. would, would I have made those decisions? Would I have chosen this over this mm -hmm. if I was faced with the same moral questions? Yeah, it's. Uh, I hope so. It was a very short Q and A yesterday. Mm. So somehow, mm. because I all the time when I'm doing films, I, because I have, as I said, my own dilemmas about my behavior. Right. Somehow I don't have answers because sure. I would be yeah. a priest or some guru. <laughs> right. Should have so, been a priest <laughs> instead of a filmmaker. Yes. So doing films, I'm trying to put my dilemmas and also maybe to to find an answer from audience. So. I'd like I like to to, to to listen to them and so are you are you uh, would you say you're primarily a storyteller or are you somebody are you a storyteller that wants to affect a particular kind of change 
I don't get that. So, I mean, maybe all storytellers want to change the world in some way, but I get, I mean, taking on an issue like human trafficking mm -hmm. um, of young women in, in Eastern Europe, and frankly, it's a global, mm -hmm. it's a global mm -hmm. issue. Of course. If you talk to the International Justice Mission, for instance, they will tell you slavery today is, is far worse than it yeah. was 150 years ago, because there's different kinds of it. And so, trafficking, huge issue for all of us, really. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's a story that wants to change the world. I don't believe really I'm the guy who I'm, I'm not believing that a story or a film could change the world or the mm. behavior. It's very difficult to change our behavior. But at least for me it's a, it's a victory if the, the audience will empathize with the character. Maybe mm. next time when he's doing something in his job or he, with his children or it doesn't matter, he's think twice or this this is the reason that I like a, a, a positive character is not somebody who is changing the world or is doing the best for it and saving life is he, at least after he's doing maybe a good or a bad thing it's thinking twice next time or he's having a kind of uh, revelation well it's really I mean to me I, so this, here's this group of journalists who have, in a sense, a moral responsibility mm -hmm. to tell the truth. And there is a dilemma there because they're trying to get access to this young woman who's underage. Mm -hmm. People are trying to protect her. And yet, I could, I mean, I'm not that kind of a journalist, even though they were getting well paid, probably, and they're all about ratings and they want to get this story out there. There's still a sense that they were trying to get to the bottom of something that was, in their minds, far more mm -hmm. of a moral problem than, say, um, know, misleading the police or misleading yeah, a yeah, nun yeah. to get access to a young woman to interview her. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, it's difficult. The goal of a good journalist is to, to put the truth on the table, mm. but in many cases, the victims could be more abused the second time. Even just, mm. for instance, was a big issue for us to not becoming abusers like our characters in the film, how we will find our girl to, to play the role in the film. In, in the first hand, it's very easy to, to say, ah, maybe you can find a girl who was trafficked, talented to, to play, but just because we think a lot and we work for people, for, for the script, and have had a lot of discussion about what means abuse, manipulating also with our own children, when you are pushing them to do an don't know, piano or something, right. everything. Which also what comes means out in the story. It, it's either yes. an abuse or not, to yes. go to the yes. church or yes. not, to, yes. to, to, to impose something. And we found out that, yes, we talk with psychologists, uh, this reenactment for, for a girl who was trafficked, even if it's fiction and a film, could be more, yeah, it's like an abuse. Uh, he was more, uh, could be, mm, Oh, it's called, sorry for my English. No, it's okay. Um, so, so you actually considered... Hearted. Yeah, um, uh, reliving it and uh, yeah. almost a post-traumatic stress almost that exactly. a, a young woman or anyone would be dealing uh, with that. Uh, actually, it, 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 it was a phrase there that for one year of abuse you need eight That's years. Correct. And it's very true from big psychologists or psychiatrists. Psychologists yeah, it comes out in the film for every year of abuse you need eight it, years of therapy. To exactly, from and that. uh, it's true. So, yeah, we start to think about 
how to find this girl to not be to not suffer in the end doing so you considered using a woman who had been trafficked actually no after oh, we after, after you did your research after we <laughs> we we talk a lot about what means abusing how we are behaving with our children we found out yes this is the the the, the worst case to to just to, to pick up a girl who was trafficked so we start the casting to find the smart girl uh, to, we talk a lot with the parents mm. before mm. To, to talk with the girl the parents know much better what their girls knows about sex and and they we give the scripts and it was a very interesting case when we had a girl and uh, very talented at the casting and at the end the, the, we didn't know exactly what he knew because it was very important to to not find out sexual issues from us doing this film it's time for everything. It's not a matter of age. In a certain point, or maybe the last question, it was very frankly, hey, you know actually what means oral sex? And she said, yes, of course. What it means for you? Ah, to do sex one hour. Or it was something like from hour to hour in each. So we, we, we realized that she don't know what it means really. So I said, okay, thank you very much. So hmm. we, we skip this girl because hmm. we realized that it's not normally to find out from us. Right. So this was it was a very difficult process I would think so, to, yeah. to find well, and for those the who, right girl. And, and people, I think, once they see the film, I think they'll understand the sensitivity of it. And I think you, what, I, what I really love about your film is that I guess it's, um, um, it's directness and simplicity that's dealing with such a um, um, complicated issue. I mean, I wrote down, you know, for me, the film, you know, what, what, what is the fixer about? I mean, uh, quickly, poverty, crime, gender, ethics, truth to get to the truth, you know? Mm -hmm. This whole notion of, of utility and utilitarianism as a moral kind of concept to say, how much am I going to do to get mm -hmm. the truth on the table to your comment? You know, what am I going to, you know, who am I going to bribe? Um, what, what are the lines I'm going to cross? And I think that's, you know... Uh, it's a huge question, and I think we, we need to be talking about things. One of the themes of, of this year, for sure, uh, with the, the directors that I've been interviewing is they all want to talk about the issues mm -hmm. in their films. And it seems to me any, any good, interesting, mm -hmm. um, engaged filmmaker wants to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. If I say compassion was another one for me, yeah. this idea of listening even comes up in the film. You know, the, the way Radu deals with his son. Mm -hmm. You know, and pushing him to perfectionism, and you've got to, you know, oh, I, my, my heart went out to the, the little boy when he said, Why don't you want to be first? You know, the, the, in the swimming lesson. It's a so very common. It's a kind of way, and you're it, right, it is a kind of abuse. My parents was like that. The, the scriptwriters, uh, Adrian Silistano and Claudia Silistano, the, they, they have a girl mm. who is doing swimming oh, okay. and yeah. are going to the contest, but they. And they met parents who are forcing right. and sometimes right. slapping oh, children. In, yeah, it's Doesn't Romania. Have to be physical, I don't right? think it's only in Romania. It's, mm. Even if it's psychological pressure, it's almost the same to, to push the, the, the boy, the girl to, to be in the first place. It's this competitive capitalist, sure. I don't know. Sure, yeah, no, society, it is. It is. It, it you brings, gotta be number one. You have to be number one. Yeah. Don't worry about being yourself, you just gotta win. The winners right. take his soul, and it's Abba's what song. What's the cliche? The nice, yeah. nice guys aren't gonna. 
always so. finish last, right? So, you know, the thought I had at the end of the film when Rendu, and there's a there's really a, a sense of reconciliation, it seems to me, which is lovely, but, but uh, when he's looking through the lens, shooting his son at the end, I couldn't help but think this is a man who's lived his life voyeuristically, mm -hmm. entirely, through others, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but also through his son. And it makes you wonder to what degree he's trying to fix everything else, but <laughs> Not he, he hasn't really sorted himself out yet. He's he's still looking. He's t yeah, does that yeah. make sense? Does it? Yeah, yeah, perfectly. And probably this perfectionism of Radu came also from the the real behavior of Adrian, who is he's in his job like DOP of perfectionist, and sometimes being a perfectionist and trying to have the best from the people, it, he's becoming very annoying for the others and. Right. Of course, for children, but even for me, of, of course, I prefer a perfectionist, a very sure, pro. Sure. Uh, well, your film is very precise, so it makes yes. me wonder if, if you but suffer from a little of that too. It's not easy, but we are talking about the, the, an adult world, and mm. okay, we we accept to do these things, but we are we are we are dealing with our children and how we are behaving. This is a big question: what is good and not. So, if, if I said to you, what what's the film about? I'm sure you're going to get those types of questions, or have had them mm -hmm. already uh, when you've when you've met press and so on. What do you say, as the director who's seeing the story through a writer, and through a true story mm -hmm. as well, right? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. your interpretation of a true story. For me, and I think actually for us, was a film about abuse. What means mm -hmm. abuse in the all layers? It's very easy to see the abuse when it's. Uh, matter of sexual abuse and what you are seeing in the news, but abuse it's in a very subtle way. We are, it's, it's in our human behavior, I, I believe. Hmm. This is somehow the problem. You are somehow maybe are programmed to, 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 to make a kind of abuse. It's an abuse maybe that varies this sexism sometimes or this problem with misogynism. You are, we are, Maybe coming millions years before it was the man and uh, abused the woman somehow more or less. Now it remains something in everything we are. There's a kind of a kind of almost an exploitation. I just I was just in a in a cafe, and I dropped my umbrella on the ground and I was clearly scrambling <laughs> to get things ready to prepare to come to the interview mm -hmm. today. And I dropped my umbrella and it rolled a ways away, almost to the next table. Mm -hmm. And there was a woman standing there who clearly noticed, who could have easily picked it up and handed it to me. And I'm packing up, and I got my bag and my computer mm. and my, right? Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. Not even an eye contact, not even a smile to kind of say, oh, well, maybe, you know, nothing at all. And I wonder if, in a sense, there's that, I mean, for me, your film, The Fixer, is about others, and, and this idea of listening and, mm -hmm. and attending to others. and and and. Um, why don't we? <laughs> Why? Why don't we think of others? You know, we're we're yeah. so. I mean, we're so sort of focused on ourselves. And there's this in the film when the, the three journalists finally. And for me, one of the most uncomfortable scenes in the film is when they're interviewing her in the car. Um, the confined space, the claustrophobia of it, mm -hmm. the, her, her facial expression, or lack of it, and so on. So they finally do get to this interview, which is important to me for the story mm -hmm. uh, and, and for them to tell their story. But as you, the way you film it and as they're walking away, I couldn't help feel like, okay, we're done. Thank, exactly. This thanks was very the... much. You've given us what we need. 
off we go. We'll, we'll never see you again. This was the feeling of my DOP, the, the primary feeling that wow. we started to, to think that maybe it was something wrong. And then we discussed a lot. And, and yeah, we found out of our, our, our own behavior because we started to think, you know, but why you? Because it was interesting, he said, the DOP, I don't know that, and what happened in, in the beginning of the film, that he wants first, the first uh, uh, impulse was to help the, his girlfriend, to, so he went to the cousin to... Right. And then when like, he I found... I like the cousin, by the way. Of Something course. Something not quite right with the cousin. <laughs> and he said that, I don't like the cousin, but he went yeah, there. Yeah. And when he found when he found out that maybe it could be easy to make it by himself, he's, he called the French guy and did everything. And actually, it, it came in the script because I found out from the the Adrian, the other Adrian, the DOP, that actually it was something similar. When working for France Press, he it was I think it was a call phone and was a journalist who was supposed to work like fixer, it was a woman, and because he was the first one who picked up the phone and finally called his friend and somehow he, it was a kind of abuse, the, right. he hidden the, the and it, nothing bad, it was a, right. for right. France press or I don't know, but uh, it, it was human behavior and I said, you, you see, you, you you wanted money because maybe you. So, so when it's a matter of money and uh, yes, no. yes, so much of it seems to come down to that, doesn't it? Or this idea that I'm, I'm more important than you are, and therefore that's going to affect how I do everything, mm -hmm. whether or not I smile at you, or pick up your umbrella, or give you a hand, or drive you down the street, or mm -hmm. whatever, or abuse, you know, be abusive in a in a in a particular way as a parent to a child. You know, with the piano lessons or the swimming lessons or whatever, are you hoping people um, are more empathetic, more compassionate? I mean, we're talking about sex trafficking. I mean, this is a pretty serious situation. It's most of the time not too hard to be, I would think, compassionate, but yet at the same time, uh, difficult to see the human. Sometimes, does that make sense? Yes, I know. Um, it's very difficult about, it's not enough to be, I think, it's not enough to be, to have compassion. Because it's not, the problem is not only the people who are going to, 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 this, to these prostitutes. It's a line there that we put when uh, the French guy is asking Radu, you have never been with a prostitute, no. Right, right. But then he is asking, you never click a porn right. Uh, right. link. Right. And this is the problem. In the moment when we are, we are clicking the porn it, from the distance, clicking a button, it, it's like in the war where now with the drones, it's easy, it's much easier to kill when you are killing, when you are pushing a button than to, to use your hands to kill somebody. The responsibility, yeah. it's far it's away. It's, it's far the away. same with the link porn, but actually the girls who are there, are, are trafficked because somebody is clicking a, a link. So it should be more than compassion. That it should be everybody to avoid to use these links, buttons, and then maybe to not go to the prostitute. It's difficult. We are 
maybe in thousands year <laughs> will happen here. Right, right. So you want, but, so in a, in a sense then what you're saying is you want that compassion and that empathy to lead to, to better choices, better behavior, better action, or yeah. more action. Yeah, needs more action and I think it's, uh, it's not enough. So you didn't <laughs> make this film just for Romanians? <laughs> yeah, usually I'm trying to, to, to find the universality in, in my instincts and uh, dilemmas and I think it's important. I'm really interested in human behavior that we are thinking we are very developed species and I think we are m more close to, to animals and <laughs> than uh, superior something. It's, it's a lot of wars in the world and we are, yeah, we have clothes and we are polite. We've we come a talking, long way, but we have but a long way to go still. Yeah, like you say, maybe another thousand years. How far did you stray from the actual case study in the script? Uh, sorry? How far did you, ah. what kind of creative license did you take from the true story itself? Yeah, probably you know it, it never happened what it happened in the car about the, the girl trying to, uh, to make a broad job to run. Right, to solicit him, yes. Yeah, but we, we read it's a very famous, I don't remember now the name, a psychologist who work about with abuse children. When it was a story of him, it's, the book is starting with this story when the girl came to, to the doctor. She, know, she knew that he's a doctor and she tried to make therapy. And from the first meeting, he talked with the girl and everything. And she started, uh, went to broad job. And, and actually, he was. This was about the book because it's not easy. Maybe from him is coming. This it's not easy to to, to solve the problem. He need eight years of right, right. Yeah, and even if he he he, he thought that it, the problem was solved, he found out that the girl going to the high school and everything. He found that he's still doing with boys mm. these kind of things just because somehow it was too late. It was too his, late in the his behavior he's in, right. uh, he learned that in this way he can have a connection with a doctor or with the man the only thing it's not about talking right. and right. Right. Was his way to be polite and to have a connection what's interesting in the film the way Radu's character just kind of really for me shifted I mean he I, very likable guy throughout the film <laughs> he really is uh, uh, for most of the time, uh, but at that moment, he all of a sudden, I started to see his empathy and his compassion for this young woman and how he pushed back, how mm -hmm. he pushes back on the other journalists and saying, <laughs> we got we to leave her alone. We got we to move mm -hmm. on. It's like, mm -hmm. that's, that was like the, the tipping point for him. We're going to go, this is taking it one step too far. Yes, but in the same time was my own question, but maybe I am like Radu, mm -hmm. maybe Radu will not be never will be never a good journalist right. and I, maybe I'll not be never a good director because I we know scandals about directors who are right. abusing right. the the actors recently was about um, the blue blue the warmest color right uh, the Keshish film about how he works with the girls uh, and yeah, I, I don't know, maybe to do good reports, to, to do good jobs, journalism, right, right. films, maybe you have to, to be like that, a bit abusing to right, be right. a bad guy. Right. 
So. I suppose to some degree it comes down to, I guess, the definition and to being, I think, to being compassionate and, and to listening and being attentive, I, I think. I'd like to think so. Anyway, uh, we're going to have to wrap it up in a minute, uh, Adrian, oh, uh, sadly. But I do want to ask you about the phantom limb scene and the train. Mm -hmm. And um, it's fascinating to me because we, we sort of... Uh, I mean, it's um, Oliver Sacks is a neurologist, and that's where I first is, was introduced to this idea of a phantom limb, mm -hmm. and, a, and a man who had lost his leg mm -hmm. in a war, a war uh, accident, mm -hmm. uh, and thought he had three legs, and he would grab one of his legs and throw it out of the bed, and so he would keep falling out of bed all the time. But it was, an, and as you say in the film, or your character says, it's all in the brain. Mm -hmm. So are you telling me that is that what you're saying that my abusive tone or nature, it's it's all here? It's, it's, it's electrical impulse, or, or is it more than that? We are, yeah, we are behaving because uh, any kind of doctor or scientist will say it's electronic, chemical things. Right. It's very right. interesting, miraculous. Could be God, I don't know, but it's yes, yes. a matter of mechanic and chem right. chemistry right. and physics. But it's not about it. About this, the, the, that scene, it came in my mind when we. As I said, we, we work, it was Adrian Silistan who, who was inspired the story. His wife wrote the script, but we had many meetings also together with Razvan Radulescu, like a script consultant mm. who was uh, the co-writer of Christy Puyo first films and co-writer of Radu Munteanu, another very good films. Anyway, and Razvan said, I think here we need a scene like Sitarus mm scenes in, he has a scene in each film, very absurd and mm. crazy. And in that moment, I remember that some time to time I'm watching TED, TED, TAD conferences and those Oh, yeah, are, yeah, sure, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, and I, I watch a Indian doctor mm. who was, because there are these kind of cases. Absolutely, with, uh, yeah. phantom limb. Yes, with big pains and he, he discovered that all this kind of thing, and I, he explained very easily. He put a, a mirror, and the, yeah. the patient, the patient felt that like his, he saw the, the brain saw the the, the missing yeah. uh, arm, and everything was fine. And and the pain it was a long pain. thing for me. It was very interesting how the brain is working, and I put this story in the film. Of course, exaggerating about masturbation and everything, yeah. but now you are telling about the <laughs> three legs. It sounds uh, weird, but. Well, I, may, I wonder. I wonder to what degree, and I think this is probably a really nice way to wrap it up. But I wonder to what degree, you know, you could sort of say that 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 the process of healing is very much in the brain, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But there's still also a part of the, the physiology of who we are and our human humanness, and, and making choices and stepping forward. And and Radu makes those choices, and we all have a responsibility. Of <laughs> seems to me, yeah, yeah phantom yeah. limb or no phantom limb, you know. But, uh, yeah, for me it was also a metaphor that maybe Radu, it's, even if it seems to be have everything, mm -hmm. it's missing something with yes. this perfectionism. Yes. Yes. It's missing an organ, yeah. and because of that it's suffering or makes yeah. the others to suffer, so it's everything in his brain is missing, I don't know, compassion. Well, or compassion, <laughs> yeah, and he's not, maybe he's not the fixer that he thinks he is. Yeah, which I think exactly. Is really, really interesting. Um, Adrian Sotaro here for the, uh, the world premiere of The Fixer at the Toronto International Film Festival. Um, thank, th congratulations on the film. Thank you and, very much. Uh, I am yes, thank you, thank really you. touched about what you said about it. Thank you for your, for your time today and I hope you enjoyed the rest of the festival.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.